I love SMBC because I've been a member here for over 20 years, and Pastor brings a word every Sunday. Ministry here is for the entire being. Uh, I love the way it touches the mind, the body, the soul. Uh, we have women's ministries. Welcome to our world. I've gone to several churches before, and the truth that Pastor preaches about the word, his leadership, and his vision is just pure. Welcome to our world. We'll keep you coming back to St. Matthews is the youth program that continuously put effort into the young into the young mentors. Welcome to our world. Bienvenidos a nuestro mundo.
Because he lives. Because he lives. I can face tomorrow. Because he lives. He woke me up this morning. He started me on my way. Jesus is the Christ. Jesus is King of Kings. 
Jesus is Lord of Lords. Jesus is the Pope's state of paradise. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make a boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear thereof and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt, exalt, exalt his name together. I sought the Lord. He heard my cry and he delivered me from all my fears. Bless his name. If you just repent, I will instruct thee. I will teach thee in the way that thou shalt go. I will guide thee with my eye. Don't be like the mule and like the horse. The Lord is good. He's so good. That the psalmist said, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. As wicked as this world is, Jesus is still in control. Jesus is El Shaddai. Jesus is El Elyon. Jesus is King of Kings. And he's Lord of Lords. He's the potentate of paradise. Bless his name. If it had not been for the Lord, not your husband, not your wife, not your family, not the church, if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, where would I be? You may be seated. We're going to have scripture and prayer. Church, say amen. Oh, Lordy, have mercy. Our scripture for the day is Psalm 6, and we will read Psalm 6 in its entirety. Psalm 6. If you have it, say amen. amen. Verse 1 reads, O Lord, rebuke me not in thine anger. Yeah. Neither chasten me in thy hot displeasure. Have mercy on me, O Lord, for I am weak. O Lord, heal me, for my bones are vexed. My soul is also sore vexed. But thou, O Lord, how long? Return, O Lord, deliver my soul, O save me for thy mercy's sake. For in death there is no remembrance of thee. In the grave, who shall give thee thanks? I am weary with my groaning all the night. Make I my bed to swim. I water my couch with my tears. Mine eye is consumed because of grief. It waxeth old because of all mine enemies. Depart from me, all ye workers of iniquity. 
For the Lord has heard the voice of my weeping. The Lord has heard my supplication. The Lord will receive my prayer. Verse 10, let all mine enemies be ashamed and sore vexed. Let them return and be ashamed suddenly. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and the hearing of his word. Let us pray. Dear Lord, dear God, our Father in heaven, the only wise and true God, there's no God but you. You're a great God, a, a great king, a loving father. And we come here today, Lord God, to worship you, Lord God, and spirit and truth, Lord God. We come here today, Lord, to give you our heart, our pain, our situation. We give it all to you, Lord God, because we know, Lord God, that you are a healer. We know, Lord God, that you are a provider. We know, Lord God, that you are strength, Lord God. So we give it all to you, Lord God. And in spite of the heat today, Lord God, we know that we abide under the shadow of the Most High. So, Lord, we thank you for that shadow. We thank you for that refuge. We thank you for that shade, Lord God, that we can come in here today and worship you with all our heart, Lord God. And we thank you, Lord God, because we know when we abide under the shadow of the Most High, Lord God, that a thousand fall on your left side, ten thousand on your right side, but none will come to our dwelling. Thank you, Lord God, that you protect us, Lord God. Thank you for everything you're doing in our life. Have your way in this service today, Lord God. Bless our pastor. Strengthen our pastor, Lord God. Keep him with the strength that you have to do your will, Lord God. Watch over the first lady, God. Watch over them. Keep them strong. But most of all, Lord God, keep the congregation strong that we can come here and support our pastor. It's in the name of Jesus, not Buddha, only Jesus. God bless you.
his name. I dare you to praise him. When praises go up, blessings come down. I will, I will, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. You don't have to wait for something good to happen to praise his name. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good. Intrinsically good. I'm talking about Jesus. In Jesus good. In Jesus good. Bless his name. Praise him. Praise him. We greet you in the matchless, miraculous, exalted name of Jesus Christ. Truly God is an awesome God. When people tell me they don't believe in Jesus, I say hell. Hell. You must be born again. Hell. Jesus said, if you do not believe that I am he, hell, for without me, nothing. Isn't that right? And I want to thank the Lord for the years that he was with me that the locusts have eaten. Thank the Lord for being with me through all my mess, all my sins. All my separation and rebellion. He is mighty good. Can I get a witness? Old folk used to say, if I had 10,000 tones, I couldn't praise him enough. Some of y'all got one tone, can't praise him. Praise him! Glorify him! Magnify him! He's worthy. He's worthy, worthy to be praised. We greet you in that name that is above every name, that is the name of Jesus. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue shall confess. You confess now or later, but you're going to confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God. Amen. All right, now it's offering time. And God loves a cheerful giver. 
Amen. You can't be God-given no matter how you try. Praise God. God is good. And I uh, want to apologize to the family for getting the sex wrong over there. Uh, God is good, but uh, thank God the baby, uh, the young man is blessed. Amen. He has been prayed for, and we're looking for the Lord to save him at an early, early age. Amen. I wish I got saved earlier. Can I get a witness? Uh, amen. God is good. As the deacons and ushers come, our great choir will sing, Church, Amen. All right.
Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Come on with the offering, church. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. In the Lord good. In the Lord good. Praise you. Let's stand for offertory. All things come of the Lord. All things come of thee. Oh Lord, and of thine own, as we give of thee. Choir.
How many of you are grateful this morning? Grateful? Grateful? Grateful. The Lord is mighty good. Father, we thank you for the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Thank you for your goodness, mercy, and grace. Thank you for your long suffering. Thank you for putting up with us, enduring us. Thank you for the perseverance you've given us in spite of suffering and pain. We keep on going. It's your grace. It's your goodness. It's your mercy. Thank you for being the God of our salvation. Order our steps. Move the preacher out of the way, convict, convince me, be converted. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Church, amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. We've been speaking every week on grace. God's riches at Christ's expense. Grace. For by grace are ye saved through faith. And that faith is not yours. It's a gift of God, lest any man should boast. Praise God. And we had said that grace compensates, amen, for our losses. When we lose loved ones, you can't anticipate how you're going to react because grace shows up at the time you need it. His grace is sufficient. It covers our liabilities. Amen. Amen. And uh, grace, grace, grace counsels us as to the goodness of Almighty God. Hmm. Uh, we dealt with trust, truth, triumph, and tranquility in Christ. This morning, I want to challenge your hearts, and I'm going to, with the help of the Holy Spirit, lay out uh, a different kind of sermon with some uh, biblically based systematic teaching. Um, yeah. And uh, when we begin to look at the Word of God, uh, we see some elements that helps us to understand just how good God is. We are rebellious. We are half-heartedly uh, obedient. And um, I want to 
talk about that which is amen. Um, not only our rebellion, but um, this matter of uh, us being fractured, us being rebellious, but us being fixed. Uh, how gracious God is in his goodness, his mercy, in his grace. Uh, and um, when we look at God's word, we find ourselves between the pages of God's love. Uh, and this morning, I want to kind of go through several segments of the Bible to show you a recurring theme that's mentioned throughout the Word of God. Um, that um, there are people in the Old and New Testament who, amen, <clears throat> reflected total uh, disagreement with God. That God showed mercy. Yeah. And, 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 and in this prologue of the Word of God, I want to just touch on, if you will, this matter of um, that which is amen. And I, I have a word here I want to use, and then I'm going to dispel these notes. But, uh, uh, and the word is forbidden. Forbidden, fractured, and fixed. That which is forbidden by God is futile meaning it's empty it's fractured meaning it's broken and it's famished meaning it's without substance when we ignore the instructions of God God allows doubt depression and no direction to enter into our lives. And in spite of our faithlessness, fractures, failures, faults, God is gracious. He's very, very gracious. And um, in God's grace, we we see a recurring theme, and I want you to remember these four words, Sister Hartle. We start after the fact to understand. We understand the lore 
what Satan used to pull us in. Yeah. The unstoppable loss. When we disobey God, there's going to be loss. The unforeseen labor. And the incalculable lessons of his love. Y'all got that? The lore, the loss, the labor, and the lesson. Now let's repeat those four words. The lore, the loss, the labor, and the lesson. Yeah. Adam took of the forbidden fruit. This is in contextually the time of creation, chapters 1 through 11, Genesis. And God had created the uh, heavens and the earth in chapters 1 and 2, the universe, the Milky Way. And God said it was good. And then when you get to uh, chapter 2, God said, let us, plurality, make man in our image. Now, I, I don't have time to argue this point of the triunity of God. But God is one essence in three persons. Let us, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, all are equal, all are God, all have the same attributes. Let us make man in our image. The word image there has to do with intellect, will, and volition. Um, and, and, and so God created Adam and, and Adam, he created the animals, Adam named all the animals, meaning Adam was not a caveman, he was articulate. Moose, dinosaur, cow, horse. And then um, the Bible says that God took, put Adam to sleep, took a rib and made the woman. The woman was taken from his side so the man would not step on her. Some of us forget that your wife is equal with you. She's a helper. And um, so in chapter 2, God created Adam out of the dust of the earth and breathed into him the breath of life, made woman out of, from a rib and placed them in a garden, a beautiful paradise. And then in chapter 3, Satan came, more crafty than any, any animal. He got into a snake and he started talking to Eve. And to make a long story short, Eve was deceived. She wasn't deceived because she was a female. She was deceived because she was the indirect source of the word. 
When you get in your word from an indirect source, Satan can get you. Yeah. God gave his word to Adam. And God said, and Satan will always be around as an influence to do wrong. Do I have a witness? He told Adam, out of every tree in the garden, there was a multiplicity of trees, you may freely partake and eat, but of the tree in the midst of the garden, don't, don't eat. For in the day you do, you will die. Are y'all with me? So Eve was deceived by the devil, and the devil said to Eve, as God said, Thou shalt not eat of every tree in the garden. And, and, and you know, he said, let me, let, me, let me stop, Paul's and Park. The minute Satan gets you separated and starts speaking to you, he's already got you. He questions the character of God. He questions the will of God. Do I have a witness? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, 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 and he said, no, we... Uh, God, God said we can't eat nor touch. Satan said, I got this fool. She misquoted the word of God. And the tree was great to look at. The fruit was great to look at. And she ate, gave to her husband, and he, uh, he ate. She was deceived. He sinned willfully with his eyes open. Yeah. She sinned because she believed a lie. He sinned because he believed his love. I'm going somewhere with this time. And the minute they partook of the forbidden fruit, <clears throat> God's word was actualized. Amen. Let's go through our four words. They, they were lured to partake of the fruit because of fulfillment. Because Satan told him, God knows the minute you eat, you're going to be just like God. Satan gets some of us through the vehicle of fulfillment. We, we really think that if we do certain things or with certain people, we're going to be fulfilled. The only one that can fulfill you is Jesus. Your husband can't fulfill you. Yeah, your wife can't fulfill you, your kids can't fulfill you, your job can't fulfill you. The only one that can fulfill you is Jesus. You know, well, if I just marry them, I'll be fulfilled. Hey, you lying. And, and, and so they were lured by fulfillment. My God. But they lost second L, they lost because the minute they partook of the forbidden fruit, they start dying. They lost their immortality. They, they died spiritually immediately. And he was the federal head of the human race. When he died, we died. Yeah. They died immediately spiritually, but then they died progressively physically. Are y'all with me? And God put them out of the garden. 
And then God sent a cherubim down with a flaming sword to stand in front of the tree of life so they wouldn't lock themselves in the sin for eternity. Had they partaken of that fruit, they'd have been in hell forever. Goodness of God. How many times did God prevent us from getting locked into sin? Lord, have mercy. They lost. They uh, lost their fellowship with God. They lost their immortality. And, and then they sewed fig leaves together and they hid. You know why people hide? Out of fear. We got some hidden hurts. We got some hidden stuff going on. Amen? And child of God, that is, Lord have mercy. God put them out of the garden. They lost. And then is my third L. They labored. Adam had to work to sweat. Fell off his brow just to eat. They had it made in the shade in the, in the garden. Are you with me? And then the woman was going to experience great pain through childbearing. And now her place was to her husband. I won't preach on that. God punished them for disobeying. And, 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 and so when we look at the lore of fulfillment, the loss of fellowship, life, the labor of sweating just to eat, my God, the loss of not being in the garden any longer, we see the lesson, goodness of God, God clothe them with garments from an animal, meaning God shed blood. And without the shedding of blood, there's no remission of sins. Do I have a witness? Now, now let me stop pausing part because, you know, some of us are stubborn and hard-headed because we don't really know the word. You, you go out there and willingly sin all you want, it's going to affect your kids. It's going to affect your family. Yeah, because they had what we believe in theology were twins, Cain and Abel, and Cain cut Abel's throat. Then they had Seth. Are y'all with me? Adam took of the forbidden fruit. David, 2 Samuel 12, took of the forbidden flesh. Oh, I'm going to preach that. I, I'm, I'm going to preach. I'm going to preach. I'm going to preach. Second Samuel 12 records that uh, David, uh, the nation was at war, and David was on his balcony when he should have been out on the battlefield. He was king. And the minute you're out of place, Satan... Satan can get you to what he wants you to do. So here's this beautiful woman called Bathsheba bathing. David looks out of his balcony and sees her. 
and David start fantasizing. Watch your fantasies. They can get you in trouble. Lord, have mercy. Some of us full of fantasies. Can I get a witness? And here's what King David did. David sent for the woman, and the woman had to come because he was king. And David laid with her. And um, when David laid with her and they had sex, he committed adultery. David did more than commit adultery. You need to understand the whole sin. And, and listen, David uh, sent for Uriah, her husband, who was, who was in battle, a righteous man. And he told Uriah, come on, uh, you know, come on back. And, he, and, and Uriah said, guess my king, what is it? He says, go home and lay with your wife. And, and Uriah said, I can't lay with my wife. All the other men are out in battle. So Uriah wouldn't do it. What he was trying to do was for him to lay with Bathsheba so he could blame the baby on Uriah. So he told Joab, he got angry and said, put him at the forefront of the battle so he can be killed. So he committed theft, he committed murder. Do you know one sin leads to another? You start here and end up here. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and so Uriah, a righteous man, is in, in, on, on, on the battlefield. He gets killed and, and, and Bathsheba is pregnant. And then Nathan the prophet, God always got somebody in the camp. That's going to level with you. They're not going to tell you what you want to hear. Can I get a witness? And, and, and so Nathan the prophet came with a parable and he said, King David, I got something to say to you. He said, there was a man with one ewe lamb. Say one ewe lamb. One. And another man had many lambs, many sheep. And he took this man's ewe lamb for himself. And as Nathan kept talking, David said, who is it so I can put him to death? And, David, and Nathan said, thou art the man. And David said, I have sinned. His lore was fulfillment. No, 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 I'm, I'm not beating David up because I used to have fantasies. Yeah, about life. Fantasies. How many of y'all have fantasies? Some of y'all still got them. <laughs> fantasies. I told you I, one year I took Sister G to Puerto Rico and we had a package deal and we saw Michael Jordan's house over there. It was beautiful. We were up on a hill and it's beautiful. And uh, in the package was a massage. So Sister G said, I'm going down here and look at this jewelry. You know, you're you going to get a massage? I said, yeah, I'm waiting, you know. So the lady's supposed to come and massage me. And, you know, I'm sitting there in the mirror, you know. <laughs> you know, you know. You know. You know. And Puerto Rican girls are good-looking girls, Doc. Somebody need to say it. And I heard a knock on the door, 
And I opened the door, and this four-foot Chinese woman had a mattress on her back. She said, you ain't me going. And I looked at her, and I said, ain't nothing about her going to excite me, Doc. She said, lay down, and bing, bing, bing. I thought she was Bruce Lee. So my wife got back. She said, you get your massage. I said, don't go there. Doesn't God know how to deliver us out of temptation? I ain't having a massage since. And I ain't letting no man touch me, so you can forget that. Oh, I got some stories in my chest, don't I? So David said, I have sinned, Psalm 51, created me a clean heart, renew a right spirit. We, the law was fantasy. The loss was Nathan told him that God said, your family will always be under the sword. One of his sons raped his daughter. The other son tried to take the kingdom and had him on a run. God said, because you have done this thing, you have given the enemy an occasion against me because I made you king. Lord have mercy. And your children going to be messed up for life. That, that was the loss. He lost fellowship with God. Mm. The labor was he had to go on a run. His son Absalom tried to kill him to get the kingdom. Joab took his head off. It was a whole lot of confusion in the kingdom. Let me, let me say this. Your sin affects your relatives. Your sin affects other people. Can I get a witness? You might think you're getting away with something. You ain't getting away with nothing. The fact of the matter is, uh, he lost so much, and, and, and the labor was that he was on a run. He had to run, 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 not only from Saul, but from Absalom. He had to run. Confusion, a mess. Uh. And that was his labor, but the lesson was Nathan said something else. He said, God has put away your sin. Lord have mercy. How rich is God to put away our sin? In 2 Samuel 12, you read it when you go home. How rich is God that he has not dealt with us according to our sins, nor has he rewarded us according to our iniquities. The reason I keep praising Jesus is because I should be in hell this morning. But the Lord has been good. In spite of me, the Lord has been good. The Lord, the Lord, the Lord. I look at my son who's 32. I say, Lord, thank you. He, he wasn't like me. Thank you, Jesus. At least I think he wasn't like me. Thank you, Jesus. Get a bunch of mess, man. Whole bunch of mess. And God was merciful. Isn't he merciful? 
and God merciful. Adam took of the forbidden fruit. David took of the forbidden flesh. Fulfillment? Fantasy. Whole lot of folk in church. All they want to do is be rich. Be careful. The love of money is the root to all evil. Not money. The love of money is the root to all kinds of evil. Can I get a witness? That, that is forbidden. Forbidden fruit, forbidden flesh. In each occasion, there is a lure, there is a loss, there is a labor, and there is a lesson. Don't miss that. Third, we see Peter, John 21, he took of the forbidden fish. Now, I need this to make my alliteration work. The forbidden fish. When you look at Peter, Peter had denied Jesus three times. And when he warmed his hands in the fire, one lady said, aren't you one that was with him? And he cussed out. Peter, just like us, ain't he? I don't know him. Da, da, da. He, he denied him three times and he went out and wept bitterly, wanted to die. So being, now watch this now, having a sense of failure, that's my, that's my F, failure, he saw the risen Christ in the upper room. He went to the grave and saw Amen, that the body of Jesus had been removed. Can I get a witness? But he inside was still messed up from his denial. There's a whole bunch of us sitting in church. We're still struggling in our sense of failure and fracture. We're we still struggling over stuff that has taken place in our lives. So Peter says, I'm gone fishing. Now, now, this fishing denotes, Sister Arnold, that I'm, I, I failed, I'm fragmented, I'm, I'm messed up, and I'm going back to what I used to do. Be careful going back. Be, be careful trying to go back. Lord, have mercy. Huh. Peter said, I'm going back fishing. And he took seven others' disciples with him. When you leave where the Lord wants you to be, other people are affected. Mm. I, I went to see Dr. Lamberg, a, a renowned psychiatrist one time. I, I wanted some counseling. And she said, Dr. Gordon, if you fall, thousands gone with you. You're on the radio, you're on TV, da 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 da. That's deep. That's deep. So I figured I have a game plan that if I was going to sin, my name is Luther Jackson. <laughs> or Ernie Armstead. You 
know what keeps blowing my mind? Out of all my mess, God was still merciful. Out of all my false motives, God was still merciful. Hallelujah. He's so good. I woke up this morning, I felt great. I sat up and watched Dracula last night with Peter Cushion. I just, the movie came out in 62. Peter Cushion was Dr. Van Helsen. He was a bad boy, man. I, I, I just, I've seen the picture a thousand times. I, I wanted to see a thousand and one. Ah, thank you, Jesus. Fact, fact of the matter is, is that when we look at Peter, he went back out of a sense of failure. Fragmentation. I'm going back fishing. And the Bible says in John 21, they labored all night, but caught nothing. When you're out of the will of God, nothing's happening. When you're out of the place of God, nothing's happening. The law was his fragmentation. Mm. The loss was that he was leading others astray. The labor was that somebody stood up on the beach and said, children, and he called them children. He didn't say my disciples, he said, children, have you caught anything? And they said, we've caught nothing. We toiled all night. That folk in church, you can see them toiling, but they're hard-headed. They're going through pure hell, but they won't listen. They really think that their way is going to top God's way. Whom he did foreknow, he also did predestinate that you and I will be conformed to his image. Sanctification is part of a process after salvation. You can't get saved and live any kind of way. I wish I had a witness. I don't beat up on homosexuals and lesbians and same-sex marriage, but it's unbiblical. And I'm going to preach truth. Well, why did pastor say that? Because it's in the Bible. Can I get a witness? Abortion is wrong, but they keep politicizing it. It's a tool. Yeah, y'all get quiet all you want. You can go to other churches and they can take the social message and hook it. I ain't doing it. I'm going to preach dust after the Lord. Amen. I'm going to preach truth whether you like it or not. Can I get it? Come out from among them. And I don't see none of these TV pastors preaching on Genesis 19 and Romans 1. They ain't touching them texts. They'll give you prosperity. They'll, they'll tell you how good God is. They ain't teaching them text. Because in Genesis 19, in Sodom and Gomorrah, the men were homosexual, and they knocked on the door of Lot's house, who was out of fellowship with God. His daughters had been poisoned by his living, living in the midst of this mess. And the men said... Two men, they were angels, came to Lot's house. Bring them out that we may know them. They wanted to go to bed with angels. 
and the angels struck them and they all became blind. And Romans 1 talks about men with men, women with women. God gave them up, up, and over to a reprobate mind. You ain't hearing that on TV. Because the funds will stop coming in. Do I have a witness? Even y'all getting quiet. We, should, we shouldn't, listen, we shouldn't judge and criticize and beat people up, but you got to know the truth. You got to know the truth. All righty. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So Peter, his labor was, Jesus is on the shore, and there's some whiting being fried. I love fried fish. When I was growing up, it was porgies. I won't touch a porgy today. Too many bones. But, but, but that's all poor folk. We, we didn't buy no flounder. Poor folk ate porgies. And a lot of bones in it. We sit at the table and I go, oh, say, eat a piece of bread, drink some water, wash it down. Remember that? Ain't nobody had no salmon. Porgies. Fried porgies. And you learned how to eat around them bones. So from that comes an illustration. When you hear preaching, eat the meat and spit the bones. So, so, so have you caught anything? No. And, and, and then Peter said, that's Jesus. And he dives in the water and goes ashore and, and Jesus feeds him and sits down. And then here comes the surgery. The Lord is always going to do surgery on his people. Are y'all with me? Mm. The lesson here, Jesus says, Peter, Simon Peter, Simon is weak one. Simon Peter, do you agape me? Self-sacrificial love. Peter says, I phileo you, brotherly love, Philadelphia. Jesus said, no, 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 do you agape me? I phileo you. Do you phileo me? I phileo you. He says, when you get converted, feed my sheep. The lesson is without Jesus, we can do nothing. Can I get a witness? We, 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 we see these four L's. We, we see the law. We see the loss. We see the labor. We see the lesson. The lesson is always to bring you to him. Can I get a witness? And I've learned a whole lot of lessons since I've been saved. Hallelujah. The Lord has not dealt with me according to my sins. Nor has he rewarded me according to my iniquities. 
I don't beat people up for the way they live. I pray for them. Can I get a witness? I don't judge people. I, I hope for them. Can I get a witness? Child of God! But finally, and this one's going to surprise you, Jesus took of the forbidden favor. Don't miss this. In the Garden of Gethsemane, and the word Gethsemane means olive crush, olive press. He told his disciples, you can't wait with me one hour while I pray. He went, he prayed. It's reflected in John 17. It's the high priestly prayer of Jesus. He prays and says, Father, I have finished the work you gave me to do. Now give me back my Shekinah glory that I had with you from the beginning. Are you praying with me? And we see his law. His law is the faith. He wants to secure faith and favor for all of the elect. He prayed to sweat like drops of blood fell off. Lord, have mercy. His brow. Now, I, I have never prayed to sweat like drops of blood fell off my brow because I don't pray that long. He prayed. And, and child of God, when you look at what Jesus did, the law was the faith, the faith, the faith. If I don't die, everybody's going to hell. The Lord was faith in favor. Do I have a witness? Yeah. The loss was for the first time in all eternity, he was out of fellowship with God. That's why he said from the cross, my God, my God. He didn't say, Father, why hast thou forsaken me? Psalm 22. When, when, when you begin to look at what Jesus did, he prayed. Lord, have mercy. Oh, he prayed. It's called the intercessory prayer. He prayed. Can I get a witness? The, la the labor, the labor, the labor was he went from judgment hall to judgment hall, smacked in the face, spit upon, made fun of, put on the cross of Calvary, nailed to the cross between two common thieves. For six hours, he's on a cross, lungs are suffocating. He's on a cross with the seven last words. He's on a cross! Suffering for us. Do I have a witness? Thank you, Jesus. And the Bible says at three o'clock in the afternoon was put on the cross at 9 a.m. And at three o'clock, six hours later, he dropped his head in the locks of his shoulders after he said, it is finished. He didn't say, I'm finished. He said, it, the plan of redemption is finished. Now I can let Raymond Gordon come in the glory. Can I get a witness? He died. Didn't he die? He died till the sun stopped shining. He died till the earth stopped reeling and rocking. He died to a Roman centurion said, surely this was the son of God. Can I get a witness? 
And I know you don't understand when he died, what happened? The Bible says he went down into Sheol. He walked the dark crevices of Sheol. And the psalmist said that some angel shot down into hell and said, lift up your heads, holy gates, and be forever lifted up for the king of glory shall come in. Some demonic imp said, who is this king of glory? He's the Lord of righteous. He's mighty in battle. He's the Lord of hosts. He is, I said he is, the king of glory. But He got up. Did he get up with all power? All power. All power. In his hands. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your great sacrifice. And the lesson is he secured favor which is called grace. Because he died, he can be gracious. Because he died, he can forgive me of all my sins. Because he died, he woke me up early this morning and started me on my way. Because he died, he saved my soul. Adam took of the forbidden fruit. David took of the forbidden flesh. Peter took of the forbidden fish. Jesus took of the forbidden favor. Here's what Jesus said in his prayer. Father, I don't want to die. If there's any way you can make this work. But then he says, not my will but may thine will be done let me leave you with a powerful principle when you are in the will of God it's going to cause you pain the will of God is going to cause you pain, pain and not pleasure can I get a witness? Ah! Forbidden fruit. Forbidden flesh. Forbidden fish. Forbidden favor. He secured our favor by dying on the cross for our sins. Can I get a witness? And you need to know that if you're not saved, you're going to hell. Hindu, Buddha, witchcraft, Muslim, whatever you are, Jesus is Lord. 
Can I get a witness? And you need to understand that because he's Lord, you're safe this morning. Satan has no power over you. Satan has no authority over you. Satan can't make you do anything. But you need to let that forbidden fruit go trying to achieve fulfillment that, <laughs> yeah, that forbidden flesh go trying to fantasize. That forbidden fish go trying to go back into the past. That forbidden favor go only God can give you favor. He writes your name in the Lamb's book of life. And no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor. Forbidden fruit. Forbidden flesh. Forbidden fish. Forbidden favor. Only God, through Jesus, can give you favor. Let's get a Lord a hand clap. Only God can give you favor. He'll give you favor in life, favor in your job, favor in your home, favor in your marriage. Only God can give you favor. Let's stay on our feet. As every head is bowed, every eyes closed. If you're here this morning, you need to be saved. Please don't leave. You're on your way to hell. Give Jesus your life. He's the Son of God and God the Son. He died for your sins, was buried, and rose again. As every head is bowed, nobody's looking up. If you know you're not saved, you're unsure if you're saved, you want to be saved, raise your hand. Just raise your hand. The Lord knows who you are. Raise your hand. Is there one? Is there one? In the back. If your hand is raised, just come on up. The Lord is good. Just come on up. Come on, come on, come on. Jesus said, if you be ashamed of me, I'll be ashamed of you. Come on. Step on out. Step on out. Or perhaps you're saved. You want to join this church or your Christian experience. Come on out. Is there one? Come on out. Praise his name. Praise his name. The Lord is mighty good. Mighty good. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Satan is trying to lure you. Satan wants you to lose, labor, but God wants you to learn a lesson that through it all, Jesus is your Christ. He will comfort and strengthen you. He will order your steps. He will give you joy on the inside. He'll help you to walk in the light as he is in the light. I've had my lords. I've had my losses. I've had my labors. But I've learned my lesson. And my lesson is that the Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? Now let me stop pausing part because David, there's 150 Psalms, Hebrew poetry, 
David wrote 73. Sons of Korah, Asaph, Moses, Solomon, and some are anonymous. David wrote 73 psalms, listen to pastor, after he was broken. God waited till David was broken to write your favorite song. The Lord is my light. The Lord is my shepherd. The Lord is my high tower. David lived by experience. He wrote 73 psalms to encourage you. It cost you nothing, but it cost him everything. He was broken. You know when you're going to glorify God? When you're broken. And you come to the lesson that you can do nothing without Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's get the Lord a hand clap. Come on now. Get the Lord a hand clap. Turn to your neighbor and say, if it had not been for the Lord, where would I be? Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for the souls. Thank you for your goodness, mercy, and grace. In spite of the Lord's, the losses, the labors, you have taught us lessons that we ought to praise and glorify your name. In Jesus' name, amen. You are dismissed. Be careful in the heat. We love you. because I've been a member here for over 20 years and pastor brings a word every Sunday. Ministry here is for the entire being. Uh, I love the way it touches the mind, the body, the soul. Uh, we have women's ministries. Welcome to our world. I've gone to several churches before and the truth that pastor preaches about the word, his leadership and his vision is just pure. Welcome to our world. What keeps me coming back to St. Matthews is the youth program. They continuously put effort into the young, into the young mentors. Welcome to our world. Bienvenidos a nuestro mundo.